0: You are listening to a Nerd Room podcast production. We, the Nerd, bunch of nerds. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Nerd Room. We talk all things stars, Marvel, DC, and beyond. This is episode number three hundred and eighty. We're discussing episode one of. Echo. I'm your host for this evening. It's Tim, and we got a kind of an interesting episode for you guys this week. We will be talking about the first episode of the new MCU Disney Plus miniseries. Echo, but we're going to be doing it in a different fashion. Ian and I actually aren't together this week, but we have each recorded our own first reaction to the episode. What this is kind of meant to be is to give you guys a flavor for what we thought about this episode, and if it's worth investing the time into this six-episode miniseries titled Echo. Now, Echo is a New show, like I mentioned, on Disney Plus, coming at us with a full season drop or mini series drop, as they've been calling it. So, this is very unusual for streaming services over the past couple of years to actually drop something all at once. This used to be a Netflix mainstay, a very bingeable series would drop all of the episodes. We'd sit for hours on it and watch it straight through. More recently, when we're talking about subscribers' eyeballs on the platform, It's been more about the weekly drops more of the episodic more traditional tv style drops where we return every single week on wednesday to watch our mcu show but this one is a little bit different now the rumors swirling about this show early on was that disney wanted to drop this in kind of a dead space in the early part of january where it would come and go very quick and they would not have to talk about it inside of the mcu ever again now We are here to determine if that is the case or if that was just conjecture and rumor and kind of what has become a little bit more commonplace in MCU negativity, which I will openly admit I do not love, but I am always willing to be honest when it comes to these shows. As we look back into the catalog, they have been very, I'm not going to say hit and miss, but some of them just haven't landed the way I wanted i.e. Secret Invasion. Didn't love how that series ended, was intrigued by the start of it, and then you have Loki, which was one of the best Disney Plus shows ever produced and put onto that platform, so we've kind of got a bit of a mixed bag over the last couple of years, and Echo, it's an interesting starting point for the MCU in 2024, because there's not a lot of content coming out in the ecosystem of the Marvel cinematic universe in this year. And this kind of kicks off the comic book movie campaign or a very different and transition year, as we called it last week. And Echo is an interesting character. Now, this show, and again, this is just for my observations, went into production in the time when it was about content inside of Disney Plus. There's a lot of pressure on this platform to gain subscribers, consistent subscribers. And in doing so, they were required to put up a ton of new content very rapidly. And they really drew on their main franchises and primarily the MCU because of the depth and breadth of characters. And there was a lot of questions about, do we need an Echo Show? Do we need a show about a character that was a... I guess considered a supporting cast to degree inside of the Hawkeye series, which came out a couple years ago. And I can say honestly, after watching the first episode, yes, this is a cool character. It's a a character with a hearing disability that is deaf. So we see a lot of unique ways of communication inside of this first episode. And we see some interesting ways of playing with sound inside of this episode. And we also get some cameos here that help build and integrate the story into that larger MCU narrative that I am a huge fan of. And so echo episode one. Is it worth the watch? I will say right up front here, yes. I think it is worth investing the time. It's got a really cool cinematic vibe to it, I will say. I like the way it was shot. There's some interesting angles and takes and really cool use of the camera that really pulled me in. I will say the character of Maya, who is Echo inside of this, really intriguing they do a great job of building her backstory making you understand where she came from while also integrating a lot of her threads from Hawkeye so is Hawkeye a prerequisite for this I'd say to get the full appreciation for what's going on yes but on the flip side of it this first episode does a reasonable job at showing you what happened and allowing you to kind of understand to a degree where she is at the point in time where the episode or the series starts. So I will say go back and watch Hawkeye. Some people didn't like it. I really enjoyed it. And what Hawkeye did that this story is also picking up is fully integrating what was the Netflix world of the MCU or of Marvel previously, the Daredevil universe, Punisher universe and all that that was kind of set up and separate from the the mcu narrative which is now being fully integrated with charlie cox vincent d'onofrio all making and reprising the roles making appearances not only in this but also in other mcu shows including she hulk and hawkeye and so this show does a really good job on kind of pulling the two worlds together at least this first episode so we get a awesome spoiler alert Awesome cameo from Daredevil. Some really cool continuous shot fight sequences inside of this with him. And so you get that nice connection. We do see the scenes from Hawkeye of Ronan. And the connection between Ronan and Maya's Echo character. As well as a brief cameo of Clint Barton. Jeremy Renner's character. Again, from the Hawkeye series. But it's nice to see those familiar faces to kind of ground you inside of the MCU universe. Now, looking at her backstory, they start off the episode. I was confused at one point. I thought, did I click on the right thing? Because at first I thought I was looking at Skrulls. I think it's it kind of felt extraterrestrial to a degree. I think they're going to go down a unique path with her Native American history and heritage and pull that in to potentially maybe explain some of, the superhero qualities that she does seem to have now she can take a beating she can give a beating i don't know if this is falling into one of those common tropes of the hero the character could take one hell of a punch one hell of a beating still get up and run around and do the things maybe on the flip side they're going to introduce some bigger power set for her i'm not familiar with the character From the comic books, or even if it's a full comic book character. So, I'm not sure the backstory, how it all weaves it in, but it's interesting the way it sets up and leans into the Native American piece of it all. Again, this is something new inside of the MCU, the diversification of it, I think is really cool. And it opens up a lot of avenues and doors to tell interesting and relevant stories of a character that maybe wouldn't have ever got any sort of movie face time. I think that's the benefit of these mcu shows is that we're going to get these little side missions these little side mini series of characters which we would have never ever gotten and i think that is pretty cool and unique and it it very much mirrors the comic book source material in the sense that we're getting these little mini series that kind of introduce a character that may have some impact and be integrated further into a story like the daredevil show that is coming up here the not-too-distant future, it may have some implication for for future stories inside of this more, I guess, street-level, as it's always been called, MCU part of the universe. And so I think they do a great job with her character establishing. And like I said, cinematically, and cinema, the cinematography is pretty cool, the use and absence of sound is something I hope they continue to do inside of this show. I thought that's a, a unique way to help you better connect to the main character maya and how she's experiencing what you're seeing on screen and the sign language i really like i like that integrated piece into it it kind of brings a a unique and dynamic tone to the show as well and the fight sequences were have been pretty solid so far so all in all i will say that this is a pretty great way to start a series and Again, spoiler on this one, we do get a glimpse into the return of Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, played by, and again reprising that role, is Vincent D'Onofrio, who is just stellar at this role. And the marketing material did heavily focus on his character, and he is definitely the antagonist to Maya's protagonist inside of this show. And I think this has a TVMA rating a mature audience rating which means that it has the potential to continue on with that more heavy and maybe more brutal take from the daredevil series from punisher and all that it's not gonna go as extreme as those i don't think but there's definitely gonna be blood there's definitely some hard hitting and i think there's gonna be elements of this that that really connects it into that more street level ground level daredevil style of show they really try to emphasize that i think with the camera work to make you feel like you were inside of that netflix series and this is an extension of all of that and so i'd say give it a try if you don't like the first episode i i don't know if you would continue but I'm definitely giving this a solid shot. And I think Ian and I are gonna come back next week. I haven't heard his thoughts on this yet, but we're gonna come back next week and have watched the subsequent five episodes and do a full discussion and review of the Echo six part miniseries that just dropped on Disney Plus. And so I'm gonna turn it over to my co-host Ian right now to give his first and raw thoughts on Echo and potentially his recommendation for Go Forward. So Ian, my brother, take it away. Hey fellow nerds, it's me, Ian,
1: and I've just finished watching the very first episode of Echo, which is the new Disney Plus MCU show. And yeah, I'm here just to give my initial reaction, my initial thoughts, Uh, did I enjoy it, was I entertained? Uh, was there anything I didn't like about it and how do I feel about this show moving forward? Uh, so just to start off with, I didn't really know anything about Echo as a character other than what I saw in the Hawkeye Show. Um, I didn't really know why they were making this show at first. Uh, then I kind of I kind of assumed that it was probably because they're going to have a of course, the Daredevil show and they wanted to have that transition between the, the more violent Netflix version. To a slightly toned down Disney Plus version and this show could act as that kind of branch that transition between those two shows. Um, was that the case from the first episode? I, I'm not sure or we will yet to see how this progresses um, but of course we did get to see Daredevil and I was excited about this show mainly because of Daredevil um, with him being my father's favorite superhero and so on I've kind of grown up with. Um, especially through my childhood. Uh, So yeah, jumping into the episode, um, I'll start by saying that I was entertained. I did enjoy the episode and I do feel like it was, you know, it was 40 minutes well spent. Um, Did I love the episode? Not really. Um, I don't think it really excited me for what's to come, but it does have me interested and I am glad that we are getting all the episodes all at once. I think that was a good decision, uh, mainly because that first episode didn't really, you know, light any fireworks or make me super excited about the next, the next, um, the next episodes. Uh, but yeah, the the good points, the highlights of the the show. I, I like how it started. I was, I thought it was quite fun seeing. Um, the the main character uh, Maya as a child uh, We did get to see so much from Hawkeye And I understand why they did that um, Especially for, for newcomers people who Didn't stick with Hawkeye Didn't watch the whole show um, I think it was actually a shame That they didn't give us more They did add some filler They did add some extra parts uh, To show of course how um, echo how Maya got her her injuries, um, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more time spent with her at a younger age. Uh, we kind of get her, you know, hanging out with her friends and her family, and I I really enjoyed those moments. Um, then of course something happens. Spoilers, of course. Uh, her mother dies and. Her father tells her that she's going to have a different life than him. She's not going to be this gangster. And she's going to be educated. And then the next thing we get is a cut to her then being older and and being aggressive and fighting in a ring in her father's uh, office or, or whatever it is. Um, and I didn't really get that transition. I would have liked to have seen. You know, how did she get from you know A to B? How did she go from this? young innocent child to of course seeing the things that her father did and then becoming slightly more angry with with the world of course her circumstance uh, probably helped towards that you know helped to make her a slightly more angry person of course also with her her disabilities also Um, but Yeah, I think we needed a lot more time with the character in terms of development. And I think that whole first part um, of her story was very, very rushed, which is a shame. Uh, There is a chance that we will get flashbacks and we will jump back to her earlier life. And I really hope that is the case because I would like to see more of that. Uh, Okay, so then going forward with her her story um as as an adult yeah like i i quite like echo as a character in a way um but i don't find her that interesting yet i think uh, ala cox does a really good job um as as an actor uh, definitely has the ability to show her feelings and express herself um, through her acting uh, which must be quite a challenge of course being uh, a deaf actor. Um, I really like the fact that we get some representation here with her being from a Native American um, background and I, I yeah I guess that's that's also very important um, but I don't know how they're you know, using that to to give this story some importance, um, mainly so with her, of course, uh, being deaf. We have a, a character like Daredevil who is blind, and we see how that actually aids him in becoming uh, a superhero a hero. How he has these heightened senses. I don't really understand at the moment what. Echo being deaf has anything to do with the story? Now, I'm not saying that it has to. Um, we, of course, we can have deaf actors like we've had before, uh, where their disability has no effect actually on on their their story and who they are, um, because you yeah, know that that should be the case. But the idea here is that we are following someone who, you know, can take on all these these um, opponents and he's really good at fighting. And it just makes me wonder, does she have heightened senses? Is that something that we should realize? Um, does she have better sight? Does she have better reflexes because of her deafness um, or, or or not? So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit confused at the moment. Um, also, you know, it seems like she's been told to play this part of this angry, vengeful character. And I think that does at times kind of harm the character in a sense, because the fact that she looks angry all of the time, she spends this whole episode with a big frown on her face. And it makes it quite hard for us to, to like the, the character. Um, We do have characters in the MCU who don't have superpowers, say a Black Widow and a Hawkeye, Um, but their power sets are very kind of clear and, you know, we do get to see them being likeable. Um, I know Echo is supposed to be a villain or kind of anti-villain, but uh, an anti-hero, anti-villain, which one is it? But then... At the same time, you know, I'd like to see her being a little bit more approachable, uh, seeing her fun side, which we didn't get to see much in this episode. Um, positives fight the fight scenes of I think the best part of this episode, I think most people will agree is the fight scene with Daredevil. Uh, some people might think that's a problem because of course we are looking forward to Daredevil and I don't expect to see him that much through the rest of the show. I think that fight was a really well choreographed fight. It was really cool to watch. And I think the kind of one-on-one action was really well done in this episode. Um, The scene that came just before that where she's fighting in the room, um, I don't think was done as well. And I think you can definitely see the difference between, say, the Netflix show and and this one in terms of the... you know, the choreography there I don't like it where it doesn't feel authentic and I think that f- that first fight was supposed to be a kind of big badass fight and there was a lot of people kinda of waiting to to jump into the fight. There were people who were like wobbling around looking stunned, getting ready for their, their turn to to get beaten up by Echo. And it, I don't think it flowed as well as the one-on-one fight that she had with, with uh, Matt Murdock, with, with Daredevil. But still, the action scenes look great. And I do think we're going to see a lot more, of course, from the teaser that is at the, episode, at the end of that episode. Uh, other good points, of course, um, Kingpin, uh, Vincent. Donofrio, I think his name is. Uh, He's again back with a vengeance and it's great to see him back in the show. Makes me wonder how much more we're going to see of that character. Um, But yeah, I guess the focus should be on Echo. Uh, Overall, I'll wrap up by saying that, yes, I did enjoy the episode, um, but I do think there was a lot that kind of just was... kind of meh like there was stuff that just didn't really hit for me um again i'm not that excited going forward but i do want to see what happens next and i do hope we get a lot more development from the actual character of echo and get to see maya as you know maya lopez instead of echo Uh, and i hope that yeah she becomes a lot more of a a likable character Okay, so that's it from me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the the episode. Uh, I'd like to hear what you think. So hit me up on Twitter, and
0: yeah, catch you, fellow nerds later. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this somewhat unique spin on our discussion of Echo episode one. Now, this is a consequence of time zones for ian and i we have a hard time lining up sometimes depending on my work schedule depending on his work schedule we are 16 hours apart and so we do our best to make this show happen and this is a format that we may go to from time to time specifically with reviews on making sure we get that content out there make sure we're keeping you guys informed and making sure we're giving you guys the kind of best advice when it comes to nerd like we're looking to expand the brand here inside of the nerd room and we're looking for that consistency and keeping this up and sometimes it's going to require us to go solo on some of these and deliver content in a different way now the unique piece about this and something that i love about the medium of podcasting is that it does open up for you to do things although consistently from a drop perspective, inconsistently inside of the format. And this allows us to experiment a little bit and become better at the craft as well. And so this may be a format you see sometime in the future. But I want to thank you guys so very much for joining us here in the first part of January. I know it's always a busy time of year for everyone, so I hope that you're able to take a little bit of a pause, join us for some nerd content every single Thursday. And just just enjoy enjoy life guys enjoy nerd one of the things that we put out there one of our nerdier resolutions last week was of course bringing that positive energy to the community and we want to continue to do that we want to see people enjoying all of this stuff and like we said like it love it hate it doesn't matter it's about you experiencing it feeling something and having a bit of a discussion that's what this whole thing's about so with all of that being said until next week when we're talking more echo and likely some pretty cool star wars news mandalorian and grogu coming to the big screen we got lots of fun to be had and we will also be discussing our box office fantasy pool our draft Actually, we're going to be doing with the vigilante boys here in a couple weeks so keeping eyes and ears out for that we will be live streaming that on our youtube channel we often have quite a bit of fun with that. I got absolutely stomped last year, so I got to change up my approach to the box office draft and see what I can pull uh, just out of thin air and maybe try to win that golden spy. So I guess with all of that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful week and have a wonderful next week, and we will be talking to you in the not-too-distant future. It has been a pleasure podcasting. And as always, for The Nerd Room, I'm Tim.